We live in a time when the sanctity of marriage is no longer respected and represented as the highest level of commitment. I am honored to be here today, not only as a witness, but as an official. And this is my first marriage. <laughs> so, so far I'm one in one, okay? <laughs> Zero divorces, help my streak keep going, okay? <laughs> Hello, beautiful people. How your spirit doing? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Peace Talk Podcast. This is a podcast with a comedian that talks about whatever it is that he wants to talk about. Whatever it is that is on my mind, on my spirit, okay? Today, we talk a lot about weddings because I had an opportunity to officiate my first wedding. It was a lot of fun. Shout out to Tanya and Justin Jonesy. Congratulations. You are a beautiful couple. Hope you guys go to distance. Hope you guys get crazy and fuck on a Tuesday afternoon with the sun, you know, <laughs> like with the sun through the, 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 the blinds. That's the, that's the thing. Most couples, they think you got to wait till like Thursday, Friday and Saturday. No, you got to get, you got to get freaky in the middle of the week. Okay. That's how, that's how you sustain love. Okay. That's, that's how you go to distance. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it was a, it was an uh, amazing honor to bring a couple together and hold a matrimony, and uh, I talk a little bit about that. Also, my disdain for Drew Brees out of nowhere. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the episode. Uh, feel free to reach out on my Facebook page, which is Peace Talk Podcast, and you can always, if you have questions, comments, you just you know you want me to get to a, a segment that I didn't get a chance to, you can email me at comediandata at gmail Enjoy the episode. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can you believe it? I am marrying people now. They gave me, wait, uh, the Universal Life Church Ministry have given me the power to bring people together forever or until they get a divorce. This shit is crazy right now. I am, I am, I am amazed by this. I, I finally um, officiated my first wedding, which was a, a very fun experience for me. I've been talking about wanting to do this. When I got married to my wife, my best friend, my sister, who I've actually had on the podcast, Tiffany, she got ordained for the moment and she fucking knocked it out of the park. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh I love I love my sister. Um sometimes she scares me, you know what I'm saying? Because her and I, we procrastinate uh hugely. Um now in 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 all fairness, when it comes to serious shit like like, hey, handle your business, we 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 get down. And she was, you know. I've always wanted her to marry me, like no matter who I got married to. Uh, <laughs> I remember my previous relationship when the thought of marriage came up. My sister was like, "Nah, nigga, she ain't the one." You know, <laughs> she she was very much like, uh, "You'll know 
uh, when the time comes. So when it came to me marrying my wife, she was like, I got you. She did an exceptional job, went through the process. And I was I was nervous because, it, you know, like you see it on TV all the time. You're like, we get my best friend, go to marry us. And like she did a, a beautiful job. Like she could not have done better and then even at the reception her speech was one of the best speeches she she's great i tell her she should speak more like she she should use her words more in public but when it came to me actually doing it i wasn't sure if that was something i really wanted to do um if like if it was just like a like a, a passion or something i thought would be fun or if this was something not like a side uh hustle but just something that i would like to do more and i absolutely do especially after the experience that i had um, at the wedding that I did, it, it's kind of funny because it was a thought in the back of my head, but it wasn't until, uh, actually planning my own wedding that made me feel like I, I like to do this. I think it'd be kind of dope. And then I met a comic, um, out here in Iowa who, who, who does weddings all the time. His name is Gary Jerry. I don't know if I mentioned him before, but I met him when I moved to Iowa uh, in 2016, I mentioned this before. I was depressed, Meh! you know. <laughs> and like, how do I, how do I get back into comedy? Because comedy, for me, I felt at the time, at the end of 2016, was was really picking up. And honestly, a lot of it had had a lot to do with I was producing my own show, and I felt like clubs were sort of noticing my ability. And then you mix that into a big pot of I'm moving. So before I move, let me do as much as I can. Um, let me get as much work uh, possible before before I you know I, I leave Arizona. So I just moved to Iowa, and I'm like, there, there's no comedy clubs there. Like in the state of Iowa, there are only two. There's three now, but in 2016 there was only two, and those were like you can't get in unless you sucking dick. You know what I'm saying? Unless you just like hey. Hey, you want a handy in the back? Like, it was very, very difficult. I still haven't worked at neither one of the two. So, um, and 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 in all fairness, you have to go through an agency and then you have to do showcases where they can see you. And it's 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 a it's a sucking dick business. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a long you gotta go through things. But so so I move here and I was just scrolling at the end of, of 2016 on Facebook, you know, again, just thinking, how can I you know, get back into doing this because I thought my only options were really just kind of driving two hours to Minnesota to to do open mics. Like, I feel like that's what I was reduced to. And I just scrolled through this event. It's a comedy show. Not too far, you know, from where I'm at. I'm like, what? And so um, I recognized one of the guys. But uh, initially, I kind of reached out to the the venue because I wanted like, hey, is this something that you're doing? You do this a lot? Because I was in talks with... um another gentleman who's actually from Mason City, Iowa, who is like, he's, he's, he's way more accomplished and successful than I am. He's been doing it for, I think, eight more years. So he's been like, he's like 18 years in. He just did like a dry bar comedy special. And uh, he's released two albums. Like he's, he's that guy. And they, they normally do shows when he kind of um, comes back home and does like a homecoming comedy show. So, you know, I, I knew of this place, but I, I wasn't sure if this was something that they did regularly, if it was just like this one time thing. And so I reached out to them and he was like, hey, I love to have you. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's racist, but in my mind, maybe because he's a super Trumpy fan and there's those tendencies like black people. It's I feel like it, one of the many 
superpowers that we have is racism tendency or uh, tingles you know what i mean like like this 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 person has said nigger before like like it's something about um and and the funny thing is a lot of our lives we are made to believe we are crazy you know it's like no no it's not about race no don't think that about aunt sally you know whatever it is they make us and then they do some racist shit and we like i told you and then they're like, you know, it was the one time isolated a bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're not really like this. This is not my true character. I still don't fucking like Drew Brees. I was a, a fan of Drew Brees. As much as, like, someone can be a fan rooting for uh, a, a great, you know, quarterback talent, I had a chance to, when he won the Super Bowl, I was working, I was working for Finish Line, the shoe company, and we would have our national managers meet, and we went out to Indianapolis, which is where our home co- our homecoming, which is where our ho- home quarter uh, was, and he came and spoke, and we were just like, hey, Drew, do it for New Orleans, and it was, you know, after Hurricane Katrina, like, it was insane, and since then, you know, since that moment, you know, it, it goes further than football. You know, you look at him as a father and a husband. And it's like, dude, I am rooting for you. And then he said that dumbass shit about, I will always stand for a fucking flag. And he's like, you know. And then like the next day after so much backlash, he then apologized. Fuck you, Drew. Uh, this is so unrelated. I apologize. I maybe get back to it. But, you know, Eminem even, you know, he, he, he I love Eminem. Eminem was just one of my favorites. But I love I love when Eminem takes shots at people that I don't like. It's like the greatest thing ever. You know what I'm saying? It's like when, like we we have to understand, we will not 100% ever agree with celebrities that we like. It just doesn't happen. But sometimes we get some high percentages. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we get with people that, you know, understand and 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 have the same morals and values and they dislike the same people and i mean when 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 eminem was going after ja rule i hated ja rule I was like this is great this is ja rule's horrible i've been saying this for a long time what would i be without you i will say he has some catchy songs okay i can't i can't deny it but ja rule has like three songs okay and everybody going crazy ja rule and you know Irving, you know, because I love DMX, and they were just going crazy over them when the 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 feud happened with with him and and Fifty Cent and Eminem. I'm like, this is great, Eminem, kill him. He did the same thing with Drew Brees. He dropped a little line about "fuck you, Drew," and I was a fan of Drew Brees. I'm not anymore. He apologized, and then I feel like it was some pussy shit because that's what people do. They're like, oh, there's a lot of backlash. People didn't like what I said, even though I meant it. I'm gonna go ahead and apologize. Love me again. No, Drew, no. No Andrew. Yeah. When I get angry, the four names. No Andrew. So I don't I don't know. I uh oh so yeah, I, I met this guy and you know he he had those tendencies. And I'm like, uh, it's it's tingling, but he was super great and cool with me for the most part. And I went to him and I was like, hey, is there um like how how can I can I do like a guest spot? You know, I've been doing comedy for uh, six years or whatever at this time and you know he was like hey, let me talk to the guy so we talked to the three comics on the lineup and they all were like no <laughs> essentially because uh, this was like a huge show for them which granted i can like i could take a step back and and understand and appreciate that at this moment at that time i'm like mm, no nah, that's stupid you know what I'm saying? like i don't care how great or how bad 
a comedy show is that that I'm producing or that I'm having. But if someone very well, you know, established or uh, experienced wants to come by, come through, bless the stage, do a couple of minutes, yo, it only makes my show better, you know? And if they don't do as well, I have an opportunity to shine more. I'm getting off the topic. But I meet, I meet this guy who has the longest beard of any white dude that I, I still talk to, associate, and love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he uh, has the representation of, you know, the bikery, the tattoo, the piercing dude. Like, you're just like, no, 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 no. But uh, he's got a huge heart. Fun guy. He's not a comic per se, but he has done a couple of comedy shows with me. And, you know, he was like, hey, I, I marry people. And I'm like, what? Like, like, he's just like, it's it's, it's a process that, that I've been doing for a while. And I get booked up for the year. And I'm like, that sounds like a fun thing. And when I started planning my wedding, my wife gave a shit about it. Like, she did not care. And she did not help. I don't care if she hears this. Like, you know, like, she did. She did a good. And now, I cannot discredit her contribution to the overall wedding. I mean, she showed up. She was fucking uh, beautiful. Like, she she did all the things she needed to do. Just, it's it's like the... If you were to draw a line in like the essentials, she did all the essentials, everything that was crazy important. She didn't do anything extra. <laughs> you know, when you have that employee or you're working with that coworker and they do a little extra that above and beyond, you're in a relationship and, you know, they, they just do the, you know, the, the standards and expectations. Now she, she was like, I'm done. And I was secretly all right with it. I was stressed. You know, everybody was calling me a, a groomzilla, and I, I was because you know how much work it is to plan a fucking wedding. But anyway, so overall, I very much enjoyed the process and then the results. And it comes from being a little bit of a narcissist, but but at the same time, loving the center of attention and and really feeling like I am contributing and helping. I was I was thinking about this the other day. Like, what skills do you possess? Um, my wife's father is like this fucking amazing ass build a house man from scratch. Like he he's all he's like a he knows all he, I can use a hammer all the time. Like, and I was like, what skills do I have that I possess? Do and and making people laugh and a lot of things along the lines of that really makes me feel I am providing a service. And when it comes to weddings, it's such an important day for two individuals, a lot of times their family and friends, to provide some type of service for that is, uh, it's amazing. So up until this wedding that I actually officiated, there were a couple of situations where I've actually helped and assist people, sometimes, you know, close friends with their reception, where I would like MC it where I would just kind of move things along, kind of get the microphone into people's, you know, in the next person's hand and just kind of, okay, this is the next event. We're going to do the dance. We're going to do the cake eating. And I always felt like, wow, I, I hope they feel like I helped or um, I did something that that helped add to their, their special day. Um, I really thought it was going to kind of pick up last year and it didn't. However, 
Uh, I did get like people that was like, hey, can you come and, you know, entertain us? Not necessarily do jokes like performing and, and, and entertaining or not necessarily mutually exclusive. Sometimes you just kind of come and just have fun with the guests, you know, just just sometimes I like to do games, um, just very much like a lot of interaction with the people that are actually there as opposed to, you know, telling personal stories and getting people to laugh. And because when you're not in a comedy club or a, or, or a, it doesn't always have to be a comedy club, but when you're not in a comedy atmosphere or, or setting, telling jokes and, and, and performing comedy is very difficult. You know, when you do them in a bunch of shitty bars or you do them in a bunch of places that aren't really equipped for, for comedy, you know, having a stage and lights and things that I've, I've talked about before, it's not, it's not that fun. It's like, you know, having sex with your dream, you know, celebrity, but you got to do it on, you know, a box spring, you know what I'm saying? Like you, it's, it's not an ideal situation overall. You're like, you're happy that, Hey, me and Channing Tatum are doing it, but you know, there's tax on the floor. Like it's not, it's not what you want. It's not ideal. So, 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 um, I, cause I, I so the, the, the wedding that I ended up doing, it was, it was weird because, um, when I pulled up to it, you know, they had already did the, the, the ceremony. I was pretty much going to kind of kick off the reception. It was, was the plan. And, you know, I pull up and I'm like, I'm stepping in pig shit. And there's like chickens and or roosters running around, running around as if they're not, you know, like, like, like they're like, like pets, you know, like there's a difference between like, Hey, you're, we're farm animals and Hey, we're pets. And these motherfuckers are just like chilling. Like this is our area to play. Like they was just at ease. And, um, it was a, it was an interesting, it was an interesting situation to say the least, because, uh, our, my opener was actually friends with the bride and it was one of those situations where, all right, I'll do this little, you know, wedding thing, but you know, he's got to be a part of it. He'll, he'll like open up, get everybody laughing a little bit. Everybody like, okay. And he just went crazy, dirty, uh, I don't want to say pedophile joke, but it was it was one of those like it was a, it was a dark joke, and and not a not a joke for 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 grandma, you know. Like there was people that got up and left when he started. And here's the thing about doing dark comedy, and 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 just you know any particular topic that is very you know uh, hard to to. To, to to do and talk about especially during you know you know these times you have to do it with a sense of confidence you have to do it with a, a sense of joke structure where you're like hey there's going to be a payoff i'm not just saying these things just to say these things and um that was not the case <laughs> it was not the case and it was just like i don't do i really want to do more weddings and receptions uh i don't know I did a show about two years ago and there was a couple um, at this brewery and it was actually, it's one of my favorite places to perform around in Iowa. Like I have like a good five places in the entire state of Iowa. And this is one of them. And this couple who I believe had only been on a couple of dates, you know, they, they were very fun and every time I would go to that brewery or I would do a show kind of nearby, they would come out and the 
woman, her name is Tanya, she reached out to me. She was like, hey, would you be interested? Because I had made a post, I had talked about it before, of doing our wedding. I'm like, yeah. And I don't know if I really was like all in. But, you know, with the pandemic and everything happening, like, I got to do something. You know, I gotta, I, gotta, I can't just, you know, sit at home and twiddle my thumbs. And, and I, you know, I go online, I go to the ministry, get ordained. They send me some t- certificates or, or marriage license extras that I can hand out. And I started, you know, kind of doing a little research, going online, seeing how, you know, because as many times as, as you guys may have been to weddings and I've been to a few you know, there, there's still a process and there's always a, there's always a, what, mo- what most people do and what I would like to do and what, what I've seen a lot, but I would, I would like to see more of, and it was, it was dope. So, you know, I go through the whole process. I put it together. I show up the, it's October for those who don't know the month and <laughs> it's, it's, it's chilly. And there, there was like a wind, a wind factor chill blow of 17 miles an hour. It was like crazy. We had it outside and, you know, she, she was blowing and did a sand presentation. The sand was blowing in the air, but it was beautiful, beautiful because it was fun. It was 16 minutes. I timed it. 16 minutes to get everybody there, get started, do the do the words. They did their own vows. Uh, the It was just it was. I want to do more of this. And um, Scary Jerry, the guy from the comedy show, he was saying that he had done it and, and you know, he he does them so much. I just never thought that I would, you know, I'm going to, I'm after after I get off this podcast, I'm going to go to my website. I'm going to change and update. Here's a new service that I do. If you want to get married, if you want to throw your life away <laughs> to the woman you love or the man you love, I'll do it, you know, for, for a low price. Uh, three easy payments of forty nine ninety nine. So, I don't know weddings. Weddings is great. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of weddings. You know, to this day, I just I'm in love with my wedding. But that it, I'm insanely biased. Like it was not perfect. We didn't spend a lot. Like it was perfect for us because we had a certain budget that we stayed under. But I've been to some weddings that I just don't care for. Like they're just, uh, they're like cheesy. Uh, maybe cheesy is not the word. It like artificial. That's how I feel. Um, and not to say, you know, like that. That's just that's just my interpretation. To them, it was like the my most beautiful day ever. And I just, I just feel like. So, so here's 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 a comedy thing. Here, and I've said this before. I am now at a point now where if I do, if I perform and you see me like and, and when I say perform like I mean like not an open mic not not I'm not bullshitting around if I perform and I'm doing a set list and and what if you see me on stage you should get a sense of who I am as a person and I feel like that should trickle into everything that you do or most things that you do when it comes to your wedding I feel like a lot of people get married for them instead of for for us. You know, like they they do it for it's like an it's like a part it's like planning a party for everyone else, but it really should be revolved around what you want. And I've been to a bunch of weddings where it, it it's all it's all it's all superficial. And I, I like to go to weddings. My 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 preferred weddings is where I feel like it's personal, uh, a lot of times intimate. And I feel like I get like 
I get to know the couple a little bit more, e- even people that I've known for a while. So it was, it was, it was, it was intimate. I think it was a little over 50 guests outside. It was chilly. We, I, we got through that. I said beautiful words. I, I quoted first Corinthians chapter 13, verse four through eight, which is a very, uh, popular verse. But it's 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 one of the best verses in the Bible, if I could be honest with you. I'm not a Bible. I can't don't quote me on that because I don't read the Bible a lot, but it's 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 a good one. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I had to read it. But uh very happy, very happy about that that situation, and I can't wait to to do more. Um I'm gonna so here here's the plan with the podcast. And I'm 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 going for shorter episodes. I know you guys love my voice. I speak I speak sexy to you but i don't need to go on for 40 and 50 minutes just rambling so i'm going to end this episode 